0: Sorry for being late, sleeping in and all.
1: Sleeping in? To what time?
0: (laughs) Um, 3.19. What were you doing last night? Wasting my time, but enjoying it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Wasting my time, but enjoying it. That's going to be a slogan (laughs) of some kind. Wow, I love that.
0: Or or you could say it was celebrating after finishing my first slash second last exam.
1: It was just your second last exam?
0: And my first. I only have two exams this term.
1: I was about to say, because if this is how you celebrate your second last exam, <laughs> how, do you, how do you celebrate your first last exam?
0: I don't know. Probably something similar. <laughs> but also, but, there was there's certain things that I have set up on my computer and some stuff was messed up, so I had to basically re- restart my computer and reconstruct that all last night and... And I was drinking tea, so yeah, you know, it all just culminated together.
1: Right. So, wasting your time, but enjoying it. Yep. I like that. I do. Did you just come up with that off the top of your head? Yep. I like that. <laughs> right, we can now begin. Are you ready? I hope so. This is the Vodka for Breakfast podcast, episode 18. I'm Isaac, as always, and joining me this week is Simon. Hello. Hello. Your username on YouTube is Neil, son of Norbert. Yes, it is. Yeah. And how's that going for you?
0: The username or YouTube is- in general?
1: YouTube in general.
0: Uh, much less active in it than I used to be. These days, I'm just sort of returned to being a passive observer, although I do comment. That's about it. Yeah. I found that I was. I found that uh, making videos was a combination of very hard, and I was terrible at it. So I kind of dropped that one.
1: Huh, I see. Do you not think ye are your own worst critic?
0: Oh, probably. But yeah. I, it also I... doesn't. It also doesn't help that I have literally no equipment to record things with. I mean, maybe um, uh, I might have a webcam right now. I'm not sure whether I do or not,
1: but. Uh, Well, well, you obviously have a microphone.
0: I do. Uh, But that's for a a different reason, (laughs) that I have the microphone. It just happens to work in this circumstance, which I'm very glad about.
1: Mm. So what did you do today?
0: Well, I woke up. (laughs) Is is that it? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I just, well, I read uh, part of the book Dune, and I did the first part of brushing my teeth.
1: (laughs) Just the first part of brushing your teeth?
0: Yeah, because the second part involves toothpaste.
1: <laughs> Simon, what? <laughs> are you, are you going to get to the second part of brushing your teeth any day soon?
0: Uh, yeah. Um, I would have like. Got into it immediately after finishing the first part, and, and but then I realized partly through, you know, um, email notification of the message you sent me, oh crap, that podcast thing was today, ah! <laughs> and then I had to sort of drop that and get to this. Yeah, and
1: just for the record, you are one hour and 18 minutes late, so yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Sorry about that again. Yeah,
1: <laughs> happens all the time. Do you want to dive straight into a game? Because I've got a game. Ooh, sure. Right. This is called the news game. I'm going to give you four headlines, and one of them is made up, and three of them are genuine articles. And of the three that are genuine articles, one is from Europe, one is from North America, and one is from Asia. And you have to assign which one is which.
0: So do I first pick which one's the false one, or do I have to decide which one's the false one and which one's of which individual continent all at once?
1: You have to decide everything all at once. Okie dokie. All right. Headline one. Very public wedding proposal goes very, very badly wrong. Make of that what you will. Okay. Headline two, horse surfing daredevils make a splash. (laughs) That headline again, horse surfing daredevils make a splash. Headline three, banker arrested for replacing bank money with monopoly money. Okay. And headline four, man barks at dog, says dog started it.
0: (laughs) Your thoughts, Simon? My thoughts are that the Monopoly money is false, the man, bar- or the man blaming the dog for starting it is from North America, the wedding proposal is from Europe, and horse surfing is from Asia.
1: Oh, so close. <laughs> Amazingly close. Just switch one answer.
0: Um, the horse and the wedding proposal? <laughs> you did it! <laughs> that was amazing! I'm amazed! <laughs> thank you that
1: was wow I am gobsmacked
0: well it didn't seem likely that uh, any insane banker replacing real money with monopoly money would pass for a 19th of a second anywhere in the world Um, so that one struck me as false and yelling and barking at a dog and claiming it was the dog's fault just sounds like a thick American so
1: in Ohio by the way Cincinnati Ohio (laughs) oh my god that is fantastic thank you yeah do you know what horse surfing is
0: i can not entirely uh, judge by the name that it's either (laughs) surfing while on a horse or surfing with while using a horse as a board
1: no it's not like that Imagine someone water skiing. Okay, um, so you've got the mental image of the boat and the rope and the guy behind, sort of like skimming yeah. along the water. Replace the boat with a horse. That's horse.
0: <laughs>
1: what? <laughs> this is France, Simon. This doesn't make sense.
0: <laughs> that can't be still be happening on the water, can it? <laughs> <laughs> not, unless the, not unless the horse is exceptionally buoyant, I mean.
1: <laughs> oh, that was an amazing, we're off to an amazing start. I love it. <laughs> oh, amazing game. What do you think of this Twitter fiasco? Do you have a Twitter account?
0: No. I. Right from the start, when Twitter started, it struck me as kind of creepy, so I... <laughs> did not want to get involved in that oh, a uh, uh, personal thing. And also, I tend to be kind of cautious about signing up to any sort of social networking type site, anything where I need to, you know, put in. I, I took years before I even got an email to give you an idea of that sort of thing. Uh, and I was very reluctant even to sign up with Skype. And I'm half thinking like, OK, once this podcast is over, I can delete all this stuff. I have to deal with it. I'm very, I'm very nervous about these sorts of things. So that also factors into.
1: So you're paranoid.
0: I am kind of yes.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Much less paranoid than I used to be. It used to be worse.
1: Huh. Okay. So what we've established so far
0: <laughs> is that you
1: celebrate heavily after penultimate exams. You are amazingly good at working out where what headlines come from, what <laughs> continent, and that you're paranoid.
0: Mildly paranoid.
1: <laughs> you're coming off a, as an amazing character, Simon. Mean?
0: <laughs> Could easily write a book about it.
1: Easily, and that's exactly the kind of version we want on our podcast. <laughs>
0: this is even without the visual Id- idiosyncrasies that you could be encountering, like how I'm barefoot and all that.
1: Barefoot? Why are you barefoot?
0: Well, didn't, don't you remember that from the good old days of uh, the collab channel? I'm, I go barefoot everywhere.
1: Everywhere? Yeah. Everywhere?
0: Yeah. I've walked barefoot on three continents. No, two.
1: <laughs> well, so you never wear shoes?
0: With the exceptions of wintertime, when there's like snow and ice on the ground and when people force me to
1: <laughs> people force you to like put a gun to your head
0: not it, never quite that much but similar like i've been threatened that i will be thrown out of grocery stores because of it um someone involved in the running of the building i live in complained so i have to wear them on the ground floor and all that so uh,
1: is it because your feet smell
0: No, it's because people, for some reason, hate people going barefoot. I have no idea why they feel the need to interfere in my personal fashion, but they do. Hmm. It doesn't make sense to me, because, I mean, I don't care if they're wearing shoes or not. Why should they care if I am?
1: Yeah, that's my philosophy. If if you aren't impeaching on my freedoms, I won't impeach on yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: But a lot of people have a problem with it. And then you get, there are nice reactions to it as well, like people who uh, like say, hey, cool, and that sort of thing. And at least twice, I've had people ask me whether my shoes were stolen.
1: <laughs> Uh-oh. Okay. But what, what if you're going to, like, the airport or something? Something really official?
0: Well, I'd prefer to not wear them there. It's the same sort of thing. I'd prefer to not wear shoes if I was meeting the Queen, really.
1: <laughs> Maybe she would go barefoot as well. <laughs>
0: uh, probably, because uh, this is a thing... Uh, like My uh, grandmother uh, is a very sort of conformist person. Love her to bits and all, but, you know... Uh, She uh, always has this very strict um, politeness at the table sorts of rules, and she would always say, particularly to my uh, dad and his sisters, uh, that, uh, what if you're dining with the queen, as an example of, of the reason why they should observe all these things? But the reality is that if you were dining with the queen and you were eating food with your hands, she would join you with eating with her hands so as not to make you feel uncomfortable. She's not nearly as pushy as my grandmother is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Plus, the queen is awesome. Yes. Yeah.
0: People are surprised that I'm. I'm also a monarchist. So yeah, people are surprised by that as well.
1: Hmm. A, a monarchist. You support the monarchy.
0: I support the monarchy and its role in Canada. Yes.
1: And what is its role in Canada?
0: Well, more or less the same as it is in Britain, only slightly more distant because the queen doesn't live here.
1: Uh-huh. But do you not think that people born into par isn't that just? It's a bit weird
0: uh so it's a little bit old fashioned but heck no more old fashioned than the idea of voting people into power
1: well yeah, like, but voting into voting people into power makes more sense
0: uh true it's a question of how well it can be handled i I do support democracy, but uh the thing about uh supporting the the monarchy. royal family is that the monarchy the monarchy is that it's not as if they control us absolutely. In some ways, their position isn't entirely desirable. They're basically just the highest civil servants. Oh, are you done? <laughs> yeah, more or less. I'm sorry for going on a little rant there.
1: Huh. I, I just don't see how... I mean, being born with par, just unearned par. I mean, I, I don't understand why.
0: My question is, like, how much of it is power versus how much responsibility comes with it?
1: Ah, uh, with great power comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
0: well it's it's the sort of thing like the equivalent position of the queen in canada is the governor general and officially the governor general holds a lot of power i mean uh he's the head of the the military effectively he's he signs bills into law he appoints senators and he appoints uh, high court judges but all of this he opens parliament all of this he does on the the say-so of the Prime Minister. So the Prime Minister is the one who really holds the power. The Governor General would never do any of this stuff unilaterally. People wouldn't stand it if they did. Yeah.
1: Crazy uh General Governor thing. <laughs> I have no idea what you're on about.
0: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> don't mean did, to be going off on tangents.
1: Do they have Deal or No Deal in Canada?
0: I don't know. I don't do you know what it is? I can guess by the title, but I might be wrong. What is it? Some sort of game show.
1: Yeah, <laughs> basically.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't think we do have it here, but I don't really know because I'm kind of disconnected from live TV.
1: But how do you know about it? How do you know what it is then?
0: Well, the title Deal or No Deal seems to imply the same sort of thing, like you know, uh, like the price is It's like The Price is Right or any of those sorts of game shows. The title sort of implies it, but
1: yeah, but Deal or No Deal is huge here. I mean people people just go mad and it's just picking a bunch of boxes I, I don't understand the appeal of it.
0: Huh. A lot of TV shows it's hard to understand what the appeal of it is.
1: Yeah, it is. I get what you mean because it's just a lot of rubbish basically. Mm-hmm
0: and i know that it, it, we can get this uh, you can get the kind of skewed perspective here because most of the british television that makes it across over here is the good stuff and i imagine that a lot of the crap just stays in britain mm-hmm. and you might it, people might get like in britain might get the same effect of like north american television but we have a lot of really terrible tv shows <laughs> where you it makes you despair for humanity
1: ah i I don't think there's much point in just owning a television, because everything's on the internet, I
0: yeah, exactly I mean uh I like there are t v shows which I want to watch, and like partly it makes me wish oh, if only I had like frequently they're um but not always, but frequently they're British shows. I think oh if only I had b b c but then I like you know scan through YouTube and ah the episodes are up, yes, I can get them,
1: <laughs> yeah, there's no real point in television anymore,
0: well. There's one one thing I will say for TV. This is speaking as a former television addict. Uh, is that the sc- is that the sitting far away from the screen is kind of in some ways nicer than sitting right next to the computer in some ways. Hmm.
1: I've never considered that, but now that you mention it, yeah, I can understand.
0: But then again, I and I've seen this before. Um, you can link the computer to the television screen and screen and just broadcast the stuff into there.
1: Yeah, I've done that. It works tremendously well. I was well impressed. Yeah. Yeah. So you were a former television addict?
0: Yep, when I was a kid.
1: Wow. That's another thing to add to the list.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, not officially diagnosed or anything, but yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. You
0: know, looking at it logically, basically, that's what was going on.
1: Hmm. You said in one of your videos your super bar would be to control ties.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Why? Why?
0: Well, that's kind of related to a, um, uh, I was trying to think of something, uh, not something that I would necessarily want, but just something amusing um, in the superpower range. And also because of a, uh, hard to describe what it was, an idea that me and my dad particularly, and then expanded it to a couple of my friends, like thought of, which was how the, you know, the X-Men, right? Yeah. Uh, all of the all of these mutations all seem to produce really useful powers. I mean with the possible exception of Rogue I mean all of them have these really amazing powers and the chances of that happening are kind of slim uh, and so we were just imagining that there must have been mutants who had really terrible powers like borderline useless <laughs> and so we started making up this, you know, these groups of people who had these really useless powers uh, like frequently ultra-specific or just very strange and we called them the Y-men Partially, you know, because why do you, did this happen? Uh, but the letter Y was the thing. And the being able to control ties is sort of along the lines of those sorts of people. Like, um, there was a person who could uh, fly exactly one foot off the ground, moving forward at exactly one mile per hour, but only when he was in the Superman pose. Oh. <laughs> there was... There was, uh what other ones were there? There was a guy who, when he was standing at attention, could make you believe that he was io- an ionic column.
1: Those are stupid Parsh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's just really sort of useless in many ways. There was uh, Grime, who uh could make dishes dirty. Like, sort of, with the power of his mind, almost, just dirty dishes.
1: Oh my, it hurts to listen to this. I don't like it at all. <laughs> Because I'm always a fan of the really cool creative parts, and you're just (laughs) ruining what the (laughs) X-Men brought to us as a generation, Simon. (laughs) That's what you're doing. (laughs) (laughs) You're pissing all over Wolverine's grave. That's what you're doing.
0: Wolverine doesn't have a grave. (laughs) He can't die.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Who died? Professor X. That's who died. Yeah,
0: Professor X died. Uh...
1: Jean Grey. And Cyclops.
0: Yep. Although Cyclops, man... And I didn't like that <laughs> movie that much personally anyway, but yeah.
1: Yeah, they weren't very good. But have you ever seen the cartoons like X-Men Evolution and stuff?
0: I saw one cartoon once.
1: They're, they're the, free on YouTube.
0: Yeah. yeah. The one that I saw was because I was uh, reading up uh, on Wikipedia god bless wikipedia uh and i found this uh, entry like in the x-men sort of universe particularly i think mostly relating to the comic books of this island off of africa which was uh within the context of that is a fictional country which was really really prejudiced towards mutants and it talked about how this country appeared in one of the animated shows and so i watched that one and that was about it that i've seen of the animated series hmm
1: Right. Well, you you should watch X-Men Evolution, because it's really quite good. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, youtube.com slash marvel. There we go. Have you ever been to Europe?
0: Yes, I have. Twice.
1: Uh, What parts?
0: The first time to England, France, and northern Italy. The second time to central and southern Italy, Greece, and for one day, Turkey, which is technically in Asia, but still.
1: Hmm. Would you like to come to Ireland?
0: I'd love to come to Ireland.
1: <laughs> Excellent. We'll have you over this summer.
0: And you can. Are you going, are you going to pay for my plane ticket? <laughs> <laughs> and you can woo us
1: all with your tales of useless Superman and
0: useless Superman. Yeah. And
1: the, and annoying.
0: believe me, believe me, Isaac. I was only scraping the surface of the ones that we came up with.
1: Oh, dear. I don't want to hear anymore. <laughs> it's horrible.
0: Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> You said your username, Neil, Son of Norbert, has an origin story, but you didn't get into it unless you were asked. So, what is that story?
0: The story is, um, have you ever seen the the first Star Trek movie, Star Trek 1? No. Well, basically, in the movie, there's this menacing ship thingy uh, which uh, destroys, like, disappears a Klingon ship and a Federation outpost, and then later in the film it is revealed that the ship uh, will digitize the Enterprise, like convert them into digital information, And so I was watching this with my parents, and my mother was extremely tired. She was in that sort of point where you're kind of still awake-ish, but you're dreaming, that sort of hallucinatory point. Uh, And dad was expounding on a theory of how if if all those people from earlier in the film had been converted into digital information, you could bring them back with the transporter. And my mother then responded calmly and uh, as if it was the most logical thing in the world. But then all those Klingons would have to be called Neil or possibly Norbert. And we just died because those are the most unKlingon names you could think of. And so from that started a joke of saying, Neil, son of Norbert. as this very sort of un y Klingon name. And that's what I chose as my username.
1: Oh, I guess you had to be there.
0: You kind of oh, it was, it was so funny. It it wasn't the first thing that she'd done either. Like, it was just the the worst one because she'd been getting more and more tired as the movie progressed, and you can't really blame her. It's not a good movie, in all honesty. It's like you know, special effects with stuff happening around them. It's one of those
1: movies. Oh,
0: it's like a twenty or thirty minute sequence of following uh, of watching things come towards the enterprise and like these really long, boring shots that just go on for way too long.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what is a yeah. popular Canadian slang word that you would have but we you wouldn't get in other places?
0: Well I know this one isn't used elsewhere. Toque.
1: I know what that means. It's a hat
0: yeah. Most other places just call them hats, but th- that's not right. It's uh, Specifically, it's a toque.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is that like a specific kind of hat?
0: Yes. A toque is a winter hat, generally. Particularly, you could define it as a knitted uh, winter hat.
1: Ah, well, there you go.
0: Mm -hmm. Tooks. Yeah, tooks. There's other things, too, which uh, are used more or less often, like, um, uh, this is getting a little bit more risque, but uh, Gitch and Gotch.
1: And what are those?
0: Underwear. Uh, Feminine and masculine, respectively. Gotch. Yeah. So, I
1: would say my underwear is gotch, or I am wearing gotches?
0: No, you're wearing gotch. Underwear, gotch just means underwear. Male underwear, particularly. Huh. And uh, gitch is female.
1: So, are you wearing gitch or gotch? Gotch. <laughs> okay, I, f-
0: I find it more comfortable, personally.
1: <laughs> oh, good. You can put pins to the skin of your finger. How did you find out you could do that?
0: I don't know, I just did it one time. I don't know why. Uh, I don't know. I really don't remember why I did it the first time.
1: But you're, you're coming off as a very strange person in this podcast.
0: <laughs> I am a very strange person. I don't know.
1: Uh, Just do things.
0: <laughs> I, I really don't remember why I first did it, but I did it once and realized, hey.
1: Hey, this is something I could continue.
0: <laughs> well, it's kind of cool. And, you know, yeah. theoretically anyone can do it as long as you're, you have enough skin on your fingers.
1: Mm,
0: okay. I mean, I would imagine anyone can do it. You also have to be careful, yeah.
1: You also have to be careful.
0: Yeah, (laughs) like reminding me I'm just starting to do it right now on my fingers.
1: (laughs) You're doing it right now? Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. Where do you just have pins just lying around?
0: Well, I have pins because I have a sewing kit.
1: Why do you have a sewing kit?
0: In case I need to sew things.
1: Do you know how to sew? Yes, I do. Do you know how to knit?
0: No, I don't know how to knit, although my mother has offered to teach me.
1: Okay. Did you not take her up on her offer?
0: No, I didn't. I don't really see the need for knitting, personally. What's the need for sewing? Well, it's a practical skill. What would you do, Isaac, personally, if you, uh, well, you didn't want to buy any more trousers, and a pair got ripped?
1: Just wear them ripped.
0: That's not what I'd do. I'd sew them back together.
1: Ah, you're like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And so, yeah, I use it to... Rep- it's all started from, you know, scouting, because you have to sew on your own badges.
1: Oh, the skites. How was the skites?
0: I enjoyed it immensely. Worked mm. my way up to being a rover. I don't think you have the equivalent uh, levels in Brit, but... or
1: oh, I the w- same
0: terms, but... Mm.
1: I was never a skite. Uh, yeah.
0: Do you know how to light fires? It's my speciality.
1: Ah, excellent. Uh,
0: particularly, uh... There's an old, an old joke like at least am, uh, amongst like the sort of scout troop that I was in that you can't really be a scout without being at least a bit of a pyromaniac. And uh, I and also our group, we gave everyone nicknames, sort of semi-official nicknames, mm-hmm. and mine was Pyro, and it was for good reason.
1: <laughs> Pyro, that's next man.
0: He was, and he was a very cool one, because he could create fire, I mean, really. No, he we could. Well, he couldn't create fire, he could manipulate fire.
1: Ah, you correct it yourself. I You're forgiven.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I do know, I do own copies of the first two films, not the third one, because it's not as good.
1: Agreed. Mm-hmm. Do you have
0: musical talent? I wouldn't say so.
1: Mm.
0: Once a very long time ago, I used to play piano, but I've completely lost that. And I believe that my singing is horrible.
1: Fair enough. What do you think of conformity versus non-conformity? Is conformity a good thing?
0: Well, personally speaking, I'm a non-conformist. I have been from the day I was born, really. It's always sort of sticking out as a sore thumb. Uh, I personally think that uh, it's whatever is works for you, trying to be yourself and if that means that you conform to some elements of the norm that's all right if that means that you don't that's all right i don't i think it's a bad thing forcing everyone to follow some ideal because you're forcing people to do things and that's in either way like saying we're going to all not conform you're basically conforming to a different set of rules
1: yeah i agree with that i completely i second that as it were <laughs> Excellent.
0: See, I don't, I don't always sound like I'm completely insane, do I?
1: No, not completely. Have you ever seen the film Saw?
0: Not the first one. I've seen the second one.
1: Well, do you know the general idea? Like, there are traps and you have to get out of them yep. by doing something it, horrible. If you could invent for me a Saw-type <laughs> trap, what would that be like, Simon? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, in order to stick with the sort of jigsaw-type mentality, it would have to be something kind of painful.
1: Possibly something to do with
0: pins. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the whole thing about that is that it's not painful. It doesn't hurt me at all. Mm. And, you know, if I could show you how to do it, it probably wouldn't hurt you. It's just a question of how you put the pin in. But anyway, uh, I I can't think of anything off the top of my head. It'd take a little bit of time to work something out. Uh, Probably something along the lines of having um, one or two loved ones that you had to save from a gruesome death and having to pick between them. (laughs) <laughs> Probably something along those lines
1: That's nice, but then how do you escape?
0: Well, the point of this test wouldn't be uh, you escaping You have to decide which one hmm. Or maybe it would be, maybe there would be some way for you to escape I don't know, really don't know
1: You haven't thought this through, Simon
0: <laughs> Well, it's not one thing that I do spend a lot of time thinking about I, I don't think about the Saw franchise that often
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shall I tell you mine?
0: Okay. <laughs> all right. So
1: you're in a room, a cubular white room with some basic furniture and a piglet. And you and the piglet spend some time together for 10 days. And then when you wake up on the 11th day, the piglet is gone and on the table is a beckon sandwich. Hmm. And then you have to eat the sandwich and leave. But the beckon the bacon from the sandwich was from the piglet.
0: Perhaps it's just me. That doesn't seem like a hard thing at all. I mean... <laughs> I have the feeling I could just eat the bacon sandwich and go. Uh, yeah,
1: me too, but some people would struggle with that.
0: Yeah, especially people who are in then who are in things like pita lunatics.
1: <laughs> yeah, something like that.
0: But Yeah.
1: Maybe a vegetarian, and they would have to give up their vegetarianism.
0: Yeah, it would be harder for them. Yeah. I consider myself an omnivore.
1: That that's someone who just eats everything.
0: Yep, that's our natural inclination.
1: Whether it's edible or not. <laughs>
0: Well, and there are some things I don't like to eat. Like for what example, like? mushrooms. I don't like mushrooms.
1: Okay. Noted. I don't like mushrooms either. So, good. We're we're on we're, we're, on we're conforming.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, if you're being yourself, it doesn't matter if you're conforming to something.
1: Yeah, exactly. What is your favorite monument?
0: My favorite monument. <laughs> hmm. Are there any sort of uh, bounds as to what defines a monument here?
1: Um, I haven't really thought about any. Why?
0: Uh, like, I'm wondering, does it have to be something that was constructed with a specific known purpose, or, um, within a specific time span, or anything along those lines?
1: Any time span is fine. And as for the purpose, if it's an accidental monument, that's fine.
0: Okay. I think... (laughs) You're putting a lot
1: of thought into this one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of very fantastic things out there in the world. Uh, I'll go with the pyramids.
1: Ah, good choice. Have you ever been there?
0: I haven't. I really want to. Well, you know, once the whole revolution thing calms down a bit. Yeah. It's, it's, it's unfortunate that some of the places that I have wanted to visit for like, a really good chunk of my life are now just war-torn and not exactly ideal places to go.
1: <laughs> I bet you always wanted to go to Iraq.
0: I did, because oh, the, the the Babylonian ruins are there, the Mesopotamian ruins.
1: Yeah, that would be a good place to go. M- maybe after the war we can pop down for a little holiday.
0: Yeah, after <laughs> after the whole, you know... War. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ugh. You have to give that time to die down. But the pyramids, they are just piles of rocks.
0: But they're very impressive piles of rocks.
1: No, they aren't. Yeah they are. They're they're just pyramid shaped. Everyone thinks that the Egyptians are fucking geniuses for building piles of rock in a triangular upright position. No, I could do that.
0: <laughs> now the amazing thing about the pyramids is that each one of those piles of rock is more weight than you or I could move. And that they're very uniformly cut, that the pyramids are almost perfectly even on all sides are very carefully oriented, that the, uh, that they're basically artificial mountains. Okay,
1: so the, the, the Egyptians <laughs> passed engineering class. That's not justification for calling it a monument or even a wonder of the world.
0: How about the fact that of all the wonders of the ancient world, it's, they're the only ones that are still surviving. And that's after people cannibalized the stone from on the outside of them. Cannibalized? Well, they didn't actually, you know, have stone eat the stone, but it's a, it's a term used when you take things apart to utilize them. Uh, this happened to a lot of the monuments of the ancient world, like um, uh, with uh, the lighthouse of Alexandria, I believe, or was it the Colossus of Rhodes? One of them was taken apart, and the stone was used to build a fortress nearby. Um, but with the pyramids, um, basically, according to archaeological evidence, they weren't always so, you know, square they look like that now because the outer layers have been removed and worn away. They used to be perfectly smooth, flat pyramids. Hmm. You know, about four thousand years ago, or was it six thousand years ago when they were made? You know,
1: <laughs> <laughs> no one knows. That that's why it's a wonder. Everyone's confused yeah. about it.
0: Well, because they're not not only like that. Like building something like that would be uh, an achievement even now. Um, and back then, when they didn't have, you know, aerial views of things, uh, when they didn't have uh, Google Earth, they didn't have Google Earth. They didn't have uh, the. They didn't have anything like tractors or things like that to move heavy weights of stone. You had to use manpower. It's much more impressive when you factor in how little they had to work with that they achieved those.
1: Oh well, yeah, but they had gods, Simon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> True, the gods have been kind of, you know, inactive these days. Yeah. Just think of what we could achieve if uh uh Shu was working for us.
1: Yeah, or Horus, or Thor. Yeah. I bet, yeah, Thor would have a very successful wrestling career or something like that.
0: <laughs> yes, person would come on and he'd kill them.
1: <laughs> or I, I just like to imagine ancient gods today just doing Mondian jobs.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> doing, have you ever read American Gods by Neil Gaiman? No. You should. Um, It's kind of a, based around that idea. Uh, it's the idea of... Uh, That people bring the gods with them, and that the gods of everyone who has ever come to North America are here, but that uh, new gods are arising from people's obsessions and things that people are kind of worshipping now. So, things like uh, TV, and uh, the internet, and credit cards.
1: Wow. Wow.
0: It's a, Sounds really like cool a good book. It is a good book, and you know, amongst the things that happen, you encounter various you know gods of different things, and I don't I, I don't think this really qualifies as a spoiler. But if you're were if you're tremendously worried about spoilers, just tell me, and I won't say it. Uh, hmm? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> is that um, the god Odin is a um, uh, what's a con artist and. <laughs> Uh, the Egyptian gods are working as funeral directors. Run a funeral parlor.
1: Hmm. That is interesting. I'll tell you what. I will read American Gods if you watch all four seasons of X Men Evolution. Do we have a deal?
0: I can try. I've <laughs> got a complicated schedule going on, but I can put it on my list.
1: Of course you can. You, you can do it. It's, it's on YouTube, and you can watch it like any time. Mm-hmm. YouTube so dot we com slash what- marvel. <laughs>
0: Assuming no one takes it down, I hate it when that happens.
1: Yeah, me too. It's still out there. It should still be up there.
0: Doctor Who or Doctor House? I would go Doctor Who over Doctor House.
1: I would disagree.
0: Oh, you don't like Doctor Who?
1: Not a huge fan, no. I like Doctor House. Doctor House
0: is amazing. I I like House. I mean, I enjoy it as a TV show, but I I prefer... Well, there's also the thing that I was basically raised on Doctor Who that factors into it, because yeah when I started watching it as a little kid, so yeah
1: oh so so there's nostalgia value there
0: there is, and i and I also genuinely like Doctor Who, and I genuinely like house as well. But there's a difference. I mean, for one thing, the Doctor isn't usually as much of a prick that House is.
1: But Heiss is a prick, and that's what makes him excellent.
0: He's an enjoyable prick, I will admit. I'm not like my dad, who, you know, watched an, half an episode of House and decided, well, this guy's a prick, I don't want to watch. Yeah. My dad can be kind of judgmental about things.
1: It sounds like
0: it. <laughs> he, had a, he had a similar sort of judgment against the TV series Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> watched about half an episode and then decided, no, never.
1: <laughs> he sounds very judgmental towards medical shows.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, Maybe that's his quirk. Uh,
0: he also unilaterally uh, decided that the shows like uh, Family Guy and uh, what are what, The Simpsons are to be reviled. So... <laughs>
1: Mm. South Park is good, though.
0: Uh, I enjoy South Park sometimes, but at other times I wonder where some things are placed. Like, for example, uh, when they seem to be supporting Cartman, <laughs> I hate Cartman so much. Uh, <laughs> yeah, me too. So I, I don't like it when things are going too much his way. That kind of bugs
1: me. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. Apart from that, it's good. If someone punches you, should you have the legal right to punch them back?
0: Yeah, I didn't know it was against the law to reciprocate in that area. I mean, isn't that doesn't that qualify as self-defense?
1: I think so. Yeah, it's a controversial question. We're we're bringing up controversy here.
0: Yeah.
1: What's north of the North Pole?
0: <laughs> <laughs> what's north of the North Pole? Yeah, technically nothing. Everything's south of it. You could you could say, uh, depending, uh, you could say that what's north of the North Pole is underground or in the sky. Because north can't eh, it's the closest thing that you can come up with because eventually north stops and it starts becoming south. And the North Pole is kind of one of those points. It's actually yeah. north and south are easier to identify that way than east and west. Like at what, at what point does west become east? The, the, they have lines. But this is the thing. Um, from your perspective, I'm uh, – uh, from uh, – yeah, from your perspective uh, China is to the west is to the east right mm-hmm. from my perspective it's to the west yeah and you can say it's both but it's at what point does it stop being that you're going east and you're going west
1: well from the very opposite of China there's like a point and at that point that 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 point is the answer so <laughs>
0: Well, the problem is with East and West is that there isn't an East Pole and a West Pole, like there's a North and a South. There should
1: be an East Pole and a West Pole.
0: That would make it much simpler, because then you could have, you know, clearly this is East and this is West. But you don't. I mean, from my perspective right now, in uh, in Winnipeg, uh, Toronto's to the East and Regina's to the West, but if I... uh, moved uh to vancouver all of all of these places would be to the east you know depending on where you are it changes
1: hmm. so the the west pole will be on the equator but like on the big line that separates time
0: are, on the, are you following on the uh green which uh yes that. international date line i believe that's sure. what it's called no it's called the prime meridian
1: uh-huh <laughs>
0: yeah because the international like this is this is the thing which bothers me about time zones is that countries are allowed to change the borders of them which I think is stupid. <laughs> this is how you end up with ridiculous things like officially China is all on one time zone, but in reality it's not. There's at least like 3 time zones in China. And you can see the ridiculousness of this when, like, you compare, like, China to Pakistan, because they border. Mm -hmm. And if you cross the border from China to Pakistan, you've officially moved uh, back in time about three hours.
1: That is crazy.
0: Because all of China is on the same time zone. Yeah. Yeah, This is why I think that, you know, time zones should just be sort of straight lines, and you shouldn't be able to change the borders of them, because that doesn't make sense.
1: (laughs) You know, Russia has 11 time zones. Yeah, it would be bothered if they only had one.
0: Yeah, because it's it's obviously not true. <laughs> yeah. So because when it when it's daytime in uh, uh, Archangel, it's not daytime in Yakutsk. Uh, yeah. C- cities on alternate extremes. Of
1: Do you know what time it is in Antarctica? That's a question for you.
0: I'd imagine Antarctica has more than one time zone. Nope. It doesn't. It only has one.
1: Type in what time is it in Antarctica into Google, and it will say 10 past 9 on Thursday. And the time zone they have here is NZST. Let's just find out what Uh, that is. New
0: Zealand something. NZ is is an abbreviation for New Zealand.
1: New Zealand Standard Time. Antarctica is in New Zealand Standard Time. Who would have thought? Why? I don't know.
0: Well, New Zealand's sort of close to it. <laughs> not really any closer than Chile or Australia or, well, more, more closer than South Africa, but not really closer than Chile or, South, or or Australia.
1: Yeah. The way I remember it is that Antarctica is 12 hours the opposite of what I am. So, huh. yeah.
0: I've never felt the pressing need to know what time it is in Antarctica. <laughs>
1: Antarctica. <laughs> no one ever does, but there you go. Yeah. That all you know. We've learned something today. Yeah. If there's one thing you can take away from this podcast is that New Zealand and Antarctica, even even exactly. though Antarctica crosses like all the time zones. Exactly. Yeah. So You're
0: on the opposite side of Antarctica from New Zealand.
1: N- yeah. <laughs> so makes no sense there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <coughs> Would you like to play another game? Sure. This is the ninety second pitch. You have to fill up ninety seconds of time with a pitch. Um, a film pitch to us and the audience.
0: Any sort of requests or pre or yes, remarks?
1: I will. I will give you the title, and then I will say three, two, one, go, and then you have to fill up ninety seconds. Okay, are you ready? It's called Thrust Onto Me. Three, two, one, go.
0: Thrust Onto Me, a romantic comedy about uh, two cosmetic surgeons, one from one city, one from another. They are particularly involved in the insertion of implants into various parts of people's bodies, which they refer to as thrusting. They get into a friendly competition which escalates into something more as they begin to, to know one another more. Subplots arise through the ex-wife of one of them and through a uh, corrupt boss of the hospital belonging to the other. Uh I'm running out of ideas. <laughs> Dang it.
1: You've still got oh. lots of time there.
0: I know I do, but <laughs> I'm out of ideas. I didn't want to make it dirty, so I tried to think of something else.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you want to make it dirty? Make it dirty.
0: <laughs> well the other alternative is thrust on to me. Uh the <laughs> The new hardcore pornography about <laughs> penetration. Penetrate everything that can be. Create new orifices to penetrate, you know.
1: <laughs> You've still like got said, like, ten seconds. I don't know. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> that went well.
0: Yeah. PG? The first one, yes. The second, <laughs> the second one, No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh <laughs> that that the ninety second fish never fails to make me laugh. <laughs> if there's one, th- if there's a few things we've established here, you're really good at th- podcast games. <laughs> That's what we've established.
0: Ah, uh, good to know. I have some talents.
1: Oh yes, you know, Might and Do is now available in Ireland. What isn't? It is. It Might and Do. It is available.
0: But I'm not quite sure what that is.
1: Uh, Mountain Dew is it? It's a drink.
0: Oh, Mountain Dew! Sorry, yeah. I, I, I didn't quite hear correctly. Okay, it is or isn't.
1: It is available. Okay. And it wasn't before, but now I it is. I,
0: I wonder why it wasn't before. Hmm. Then again, it's always been available over here. So yeah, at least as far as I know.
1: Before I had to go all the way to Romania to get it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go to Romania just to get Martin duty That was crazy. <laughs> that would
0: be, yeah, I was just—I was wondering a little. But also, <laughs> that makes me wonder if you had to go all the way to Romania to get it. That implies that basically everywhere in Western Europe didn't have it.
1: Well, I, I haven't been to everywhere in Western Europe. I only really lived in Romania.
0: Because it would certainly be easier to, you know, go to Scotland to get it if it was possible.
1: No. This includes, like, the whole UK and Ireland, I think.
0: Okay. Yeah. I suppose, yeah, because you're in Northern Ireland, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Or um, it would be... Or France, even.
1: I don't know if they had it in France. Let's check. Internet. Because
0: you just have to take the channel to get to France, and then there you go, rather than get a flight to Romania. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Let's see... Flip. I don't know how to uh, France. Let's search for the phrase France. Okay, I I don't know how to find this site. mindd.com Com.
0: That might work. Assuming they list what countries they sell to.
1: They might. Uh, probably not. We'll find out another time. I can't be bothered to look it up. It's very difficult. Yeah. So the next topic is Jewish. Go.
0: Next topic is what? Yours. Is mine? Yep. Yeah. I don't know. Thing. One of the things that, you know, apart from exams and all that, one of the things that's been particularly on my mind in recent times is that we have a uh, federal election coming up. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. <coughs> Hopefully, we'll get a new government.
1: Who are the candidates?
0: Well, the parties, you mean? We've got the same sort of system like you do. So mm. you're voting for MPs and then whoever controls the majority of parliament. So... The main parties are the conservatives, the liberals, and the NDP. Mm -hmm. They're the main all-federal parties. And the conservatives are the closest that we have to, like, American nutbags. Well, the closest that we have in mainstream politics to American nutbags they're, they kind of want to make us like the states. I would serve the particularly their leader as kind of a disres- Who's currently our prime minister has kind of a disrespect for democracy. He um, has been consistently uh, cutting taxation for the rich during a recession. Uh, he, um, yeah, I don't like him.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> uh, and the liberals uh, are the second largest party, but they really have no um platform they're they're basically we will say anything we need to to get elected and then we won't do anything that's what they are as a political party mm-hmm. and then there's the ndp who actually have policies that i support so ah, okay and i've met the leader of the ndp
1: oh wow that's impressive yeah. who was it
0: uh jack layton oh cool i met him during a seven hour layover in montreal international airport
1: aren't airports amazing
0: yeah They're kind of their own little self-contained universes in a way.
1: Yeah, I like that. I haven't been able to articulate my love for airports. and now you've just given me (laughs) self-contained universes. (laughs) Have
0: you ever seen the movie, Um, what was it called? Uh, I can't quite remember the name of it right now. But But. I can look it up. There's a movie all about a guy who, because of political unrest in his country...
1: I knew what you were going to say before you said it.
0: ...becomes trapped in an airport.
1: yeah. Oh, it was, it, was, uh, uh, it
0: was with Tom Hanks, I believe. The uh, Terminal? That might be it. Yeah. Yep, this yep, is it. The Terminal. It. If if you've never seen that one, you should, because the point of the film is that this guy spends basically the entire film in uh, JFK International Airport. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, I, you should.
1: Yeah, you should. It, it is It is good. So what else is there in life?
0: What else is there in life? There is much in life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of it very boring, because that's life. Uh, the necessities of keeping alive, like buying food. Although I enjoy cooking. Do you cook?
1: No, but just before we started recording, I was watching Ratatouille, <laughs> and that's a good film.
0: It is a good film.
1: I'm only about halfway through it, and then I was <laughs> interrupted. Oh, Simon's calling me. That's good. <laughs> He's about an hour and a half late,
0: bastard. <laughs> I was glad you were still on, so there was that. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of worried because I have missed appointments recently, where I, you know I arrive even much less late than this, and then they're gone.
1: <sighs> well, you better show up on time, Simon.
0: I know. Well, and <laughs> for, and for some things, I tend to a- arrive early. Even uh, it's just others, it's harder to keep up. Like classes, normally I arrive early for classes,
1: mm-hmm.
0: with a couple of exceptions. This. Uh, <laughs> This past year, in a couple of classes that were kind of dull, uh, (laughs) and they started at 6 p.m.
1: Ah, I hear that.
0: And were three hours long, so I'd get out of either of them at 9. And the problem with starting at 6 is that I normally start cooking at 5, so my supper would be, you know, just about finished as I have to go. (laughs) That's not fun.
1: No, you you better uh, get a quick meal then,
0: Mm -hmm. and not cook so much. (laughs) Ah, uh, but it's enjoyable, and I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like having full control over my own food. Yeah, it is good.
1: But um, having classes from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m., that would really bother me.
0: Yeah, I find it, although it's better than the worst class, like for timing, that I've ever had is one at that started at 8.30 a.m., I would like that. And went to 11. See, I'm not a morning person.
1: I'm a morning I, person.
0: <laughs> I could better handle stuff in the evening than I can in the morning. Because sometimes, like, if I'm on the ball, I might be awake by 8.
1: <laughs>
0: and then, you know, I have to instantly get dressed and run to class. <laughs> make it there in half an hour and that's ugh, that's that's harder for that was very hard for me to do especially since that class came the morning after one of the end nine classes oh, i would hate that So i had you know exactly you know, three hours uh to do uh, everything that i needed to get done before i went to bed in between so that i could actually be awake by eight
1: mm-hmm <laughs> So you're, uh, was you're an no. evening person.
0: I'm more of an evening person, yeah. Afternoons and evenings are better times for me. yeah, oh. There have even been instances in recent memory when I have uh, almost instantly become fully nocturnal. <laughs> it was, I think, it was after my midterms were done, like the moment after they were done, pretty much, I instantly fell, and I don't know how this happened, I instantly fell into a sleeping pattern of staying up till 5 a.m., and then waking up at five p.m. <laughs> so I missed the whole day because this was, you know, in winter time. So I was never awake during daylight hours.
1: <laughs> or if you've just finished your penultimate exam, then you could go to bed. What time did you did you go to bed up last night? Um,
0: basically three o'clock on the dot.
1: Three o'clock, and then wake up at whatever time it was. And Two,
0: three something.
1: And you'll probably miss some kind of highly important appointment.
0: <laughs> or, well, be late for some kind of highly important appointment. I didn't miss it, after all.
1: Well, yeah, be late. Yeah. Be very late. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, are you growing a beard? Do you have a beard now? Yep, I do. Awesome.
0: I, like, it, I grew it some time ago. I haven't shaved in... I, uh, I suppose the last time would have been before my... Uh, graduating pictures, so, which is you know over two years ago now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I trim it. I get it tr- uh, trimmed back every now and then, so that it's not too outrageous. Yeah, I wish
1: I had a beard. That would be awesome. I
0: have difficulty growing one.
1: Yeah. Do you have any beard growing tips?
0: <laughs> not really. It's uh, it's a lo- It's to a large degree um, being able to naturally produce the facial hair,
1: the facial fuzz.
0: Yeah. Uh, the, the only tip I would give is that the old, uh, the old wives tale that if you shave it off, it'll come back thicker is a lie.
1: Ah, okay. I'll keep that in mind. Do you that noted. is not
0: true. It is not true. If you're, if you're going to get a beard, it will come in
1: eventually. 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 You know, some I've- Asians never get beards.
0: Yep. My uh, brother-in-law, who's ethnically Chinese, uh, he's only now sort of, uh, and he's in like his late twenties, early nearing thirties sort of range. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's only now developing like you know sort of little wispy beard type things. It used to be that he had one beard hair. (laughs) which you would would pluck periodically
1: (laughs) I love that I have an Asian friend and I keep reminding him that Asian puberty begins at 53
0: (laughs) 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 he gets really annoyed Uh. oh yeah uh, well, but like you know there's various people at, I suppose around where I grew up who were who started developing sort of beards earlier on. there was a guy younger than me who had quite respectable stubble uh, <laughs>
1: respectable yeah. stubble. The stubble is respectable
0: <laughs> respectable in the sense of if you're if you want to have facial hair, that sort of thing It had very a very thick growth.
1: yes, I just never heard those two words combined, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> like you go to bite it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I do have a history of uh, odd word combinations. I like it. I like those odd word combinations.
1: It makes us all think.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, when I was uh, a kid, uh, my parents, you know, kept, like, uh, amongst the various things, like, you know, when you have kids, you know, you write down when they took their first step and all that sort of thing. My parents wrote down a series of phrases, which I said when I was a little kid, (laughs) because of uh, how interestingly they were put together. And it wasn't that they were, you know, the sort of goo goo gaga sort of things. They were proper words. They were just, mostly they were proper words, with, you know, some exceptions. But they were put together in odd ways. Like, for example, I said that um, mum can cut it on. Mm-hmm. because if you can cut something off you can naturally cut it on
1: huh
0: and uh there are other things like that i referred to a mouth to a to i referred to a mouse drowning which yes was something i witnessed uh as it breathing water
1: <laughs> uh,
0: uh I, I talked about you know um uh uh give me a slice of water rather than a glass <laughs> i said uh Open my potato. It's locked. <laughs> <laughs> and my my mother had a habit whenever she would pick me up as a little kid of going, "Ooh, heavy," indicating that I was heavy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I at one po- so and so I apparently associated the heavy with being lifted up, and started saying, "Heavy me up." <laughs> 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 oh. So those are the sorts of, you know, odd word... Like, I've been doing odd word combinations my whole life.
1: So. <laughs> that, that sounds excellent. You have quite the mind, Simon.
0: Oh, thank you very much.
1: Yeah, I, I find I find different people's minds fascinating. Mm-hmm. Hmm,
0: mind Absolutely. is a very interesting place.
1: Yeah, and a very scary place at times.
0: Oh, yes. The dark things that one can imagine.
1: Like eating your piglet friend.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: like i assume you've seen the some of the saw films right
1: i saw the first one
0: yeah there's worse things than that <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's actually i haven't seen any others than the second one but i out of you know morbid curiosity read up on what the traps were and in one of the later films there's actually a trap where a guy is being drowned in liquefied rotting pig
1: hmm. yeah interesting I'll have to catch up on the Saw franchise. Is there seven now?
0: I don't know. There's way too many.
1: <laughs> I'll have to catch up on them all after I watch Ratatouille. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, the strange thing about my Facebook page, um, my Facebook profile, is that I have yeah. like really morbid horror films mixed in with like Toy Story 3 and like yeah. sort of films like that. Yeah. I take it you don't have a Facebook.
0: I do have a Facebook.
1: Oh, excellent. I'll add you. Or if
0: you can find me
1: <laughs> can you send me a link
0: <laughs> I could uh, where where was I yeah eclectic tastes are a nice thing like I have very eclectic taste in music yeah my, the, the lists of different uh, artists that I have on my iPod is quite bizarre times
1: what's your favorite band
0: my favorite yeah mm.
1: just pick one doesn't have to be your favorite the Beatles I don't like the Beatles. That's
0: <laughs> <laughs> also uh, that also partially came to mind because I was recently enhancing my collection of Beatles music. Mm-hmm. Uh, guess how many uh, how many songs by the Beatles I have currently on my iPod? Eighty-two, hundred and twelve.
1: Wow! I thought I was <laughs> over- <laughs> overshooting. <laughs> That's mental. I didn't even know they had that many.
0: That's scratching the surface. My dad created a, uh on-CD lineup of all the Beatles music as it came out chronologically, <laughs> including repeats. And there's something in the range of like 280 songs, <laughs> something like that.
1: That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, what, have you got stuff to do now?
0: Uh, yes, but... <laughs> The only really pressing thing for today is I need to do a little bit of grocery shopping.
1: Ooh, pressing. <laughs> what are you going to buy at the groceries, Simon?
0: Uh, apples and bread.
1: <laughs> Ooh, bloody hell, so important.
0: You best get to it right away. <laughs> it's uh lunch stuff and actually, the way things are going today, I could actually put that all off to tomorrow. <laughs> Sorry, it's not depressing
1: really at all, is it?
0: No, it's not. I could just, you know, skip that entirely. I mean, it's a lovely day outside, so I probably would want to go for a walk.
1: Hmm, I'm looking outside and it's just dark. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what time is it over there? 22.35.
1: 36 now. And I still have, like, an hour of ratatouille to get through.
0: So that's 12 p.m.?
1: Um, 10:36 p.m.
0: 10:36, okay.
1: Do you not have 24-hour time over there? Nope. Is it so too complicated?
0: Oh no, I understand it. It's just, it's not the way most things operate, so I have to subtract it in my mind. There are some things that do work on that. Like, for example, um, there's a website which um, helps you plan trips using the Winnipeg Transit Service, using the buses, Mm -hmm. and it gives things out in 24-hour time. So okay. it'll say, you know, uh, a bus. the bus will be arriving at this stop at 18 o'clock. And so for me, who doesn't operate in that all the time, I have to think, okay, that's four. <laughs>
1: no, it isn't its six.
0: Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> See what I mean? Although I do have one advantage. Uh, this is a, something that I acquired recently. It was a birthday present for my 20th birthday. It's a pocket watch. Mm-hmm. And amongst its many joyous features is that it has the corresponding other half to complete 24-hour time on it.
1: Oh, excellent. When was your birthday?
0: January 24th.
1: Oh, I thought it was just like a few days ago and then we could celebrate.
0: Uh, it was more like a few months ago.
1: My birthday was just a few days ago.
0: Oh, happy birthday.
1: Yeah, this is the first episode that I'm doing that I'm 19. So, yay. Uh,
0: congratulations.
1: <laughs> Still alive. Yep, still alive.
0: <laughs> so far, so good.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it was on the 9th.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't even know what day it is anymore. I haven't been keeping track of time.
0: Uh, it's the 13th.
1: Ah, so I've been... I I am 19 years and four days.
0: Because yesterday was my exam, which was the 12th.
1: And you got smashed.
0: I didn't get smashed.
1: You you, you got hammered.
0: Nope, I you wasn't got, drunk. Oh, Sorry to disappoint you.
1: What were you doing until 3am?
0: Mostly watching stuff on YouTube.
1: Oh, pressing matters again.
0: Yeah, like I said, <laughs> wasting time, but... Enjoying it. Yeah.
1: And that's what we're doing here. Episode yeah. 18 of the Vodica Breakfast podcast.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> uh, I, I am not, uh, as I like to jokingly refer, I'm not a drunkard. I've been drunk a grand total of one time in my life. How'd that go? Eh, not too bad. I spent mo- the funny thing was that I uh, got drunk with a friend of mine, and he got way more drunk than I did. And so I spent most of the time uh, actually taking care of him. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny because he was in the sort of cir- circumstance where he was vomiting multiple colors And couldn't stand. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and he drunk-dialed his uh, boss.
1: (sighs) Oh! How'd that go?
0: I don't think it went that badly. (laughs) Because his boss is, was female, and he spent basically the whole time having this sort of emotional heart-to-heart with her. <laughs> or at least it was an emotional heart-to-heart on his side of things. I don't know how she was reacting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it's excellent. I would only ever get drunk in the company of, like, really good friends. I wouldn't get drunk with, like, strangers or alone.
0: Mm-hmm. That, was, uh, that was my thinking there. That's why uh, I got drunk with him, because he's... Uh... Certainly at the time, my best friend might still qualify for that position. And because, <laughs> like I said, paranoid, I don't like the idea of uh, losing control of myself around people. And alcohol is a, uh, it removes inhibitions.
1: It's, yeah, down social barriers.
0: Mm-hmm. And as someone, as someone who does, who has a lot of personal you know, controls, it's kind of scary.
1: Yeah. So shall we wrap it up? sure that was episode 18 of the vodka breakfast podcast would you like to plug your youtube simon
0: uh no because in all in all honesty i don't think it's worth anyone's (laughs) time
1: that's that's probably true (laughs) (laughs) youtube.com slash neil son of norbert there i did it (laughs) yeah link in the description box thing And also, if you have any messages, email in Isaac at VodkaPodcast.com. And the website is VodkaPodcast.com for listening to all the episodes. We're up to 18, now. Well, by the time this is out, we'll be up to 18. But at the minute, we're at 15, so. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Getting a little behind on your updating, or? No, I just release them
1: once a week, so I'm actually really ahead. Okay. Ah, fooled you there. Woo! That's another episode in the bag.
0: Yay. Woo! Uh, <laughs> hope I wasn't too dull.
1: No, you you were really good. Would you like to come on again?
0: I wouldn't mind, assuming I have. Uh, it's a circum. Uh, it's a good point for time-wise, you know that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, it'll be like months from now, not like next yeah. week or anything. Yeah, that's how it works.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't Boom. mind.
1: Excellent. Right. Good. Right, I'm I'm gonna hang up on you now, and I'm gonna watch the rest of Ratatouille. Okay. Okay. Take care, Simon. Bye.
0: You too. Bye.